This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. We are live from Belmore for one of the most important games of the season. The Bulldogs and the Cowboys, the winner, will be in the top four and a big change is on the way. Meantime, a disaster at the Raiders. Steve Smith gets a rest and commentators are blowing up and we'll grill Mick Ennis on what's happened to the Sharks. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Ah, yes, indeed. Welcome. And we are live at Belmore on what's turned out to be a beautiful night in Sydney. The awful weather of yesterday has cleared. It's still a bit of a glue pot, the the track, but uh, perfect conditions for fans. Touch chilly, but certainly dry. Not many clouds uh, up above. So it, the stage is certainly set. We are doing an outside broadcast for Coats Hire. And if you need gear in a hurry, call Coats Hire, 13 or coatshire.com.au. We thank them for putting this up, and it's a great location. We are right near the western entrance, the uh, main grandstand entrance uh, between uh, uh, where the, uh, the big park is near the train station. So uh, if you... Stopping by, make sure you come and say hello. Hello, gentlemen, Wendell Saylor and uh, Mick Ennis. Hello, boys. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Great to be here. Mate, you've got to love uh, suburban grounds. And it's been that long since I've been um, to Belmore. And whenever I used to come here, I used to get a little bit nervous because uh, they had a pretty fair team back in the 90s. Uh, you know, Jim Dimmick, uh, Terry Lamb, uh, Simon Gillies had all those big guns. What I love about Canterbury fans, Mick, is that once you're Canterbury, you're always Canterbury. And Mick Ennis here, the fans have just swamped upon him over the last uh, hour or so since you've got here. Uh, it must be a nice feeling to be back here at Belmore. Yeah, it was. I actually came down a bit earlier and um, had lunch in the main street there. Um, there's a cafe there at Joe Bell's, always looked after us. Went back there and saw some, some friends. And then as soon as I walked in the ground, as you said, you know, all the Canterbury faithful just come from everywhere. They're just um, you know, great supporters. And as Del said, it's just... It's great to be back at these, you know, I, lo- I love the suburban ground and what it brings and it brings out yeah. the real passion in the fans as well. So we trained in the pouring rain last night at, at Cronulla and I was worried, you know, coming here tonight with, with not a lot of shelter. But as you said, Dan, it's a picturesque night and it's going to be one hell of a game. They're talking 15,000 plus. In fact, wow. someone wanted to tell me there's 15,000 tickets have already been sold. So oh, awesome. we're going to get a big one uh, tonight, kick off just before eight as usual. And we think... We think Jake Granville is going to play. That's a oh, massive win, mass- isn't it, for the Cowboys? Well, it is. Well, when you think Cassiano's out for a couple of weeks and then you've got Granville back in, I know they're going to miss. Obviously, it was only a couple of weeks ago they, they got beaten 38 nil. the Bulldogs, you know, and, and Cassiano's that player that you need there. He's just such an X factor. But the last couple of weeks, teams have been really aiming up on him and, uh, you know, on a T-Rex. Mm. Yeah, you're spot on. They've come on together, haven't they? Yeah. And, and, and the impact they've had instantly, um, it, it's brought Reynolds into the game. Yeah. Um, Hopawati into the game around, pushing through that middle third of the field. And without him tonight, I think it's extremely important that, that Reynolds and, and M. Boy get in that front line and really challenge the Cowboys. You've been in this position before. When you think the dogs, not they're gone, but you think, oh, you know, think, oh, the Cowboys should win tonight, you know, you know, JT's coming home, Tamalolo, you know, Matt Scott. Mate, the dogs find something. Yeah. It's like the dogs of war. You sort of love that siege mentality. Yeah, mate. And it was something that was, it was, you know, bred into us from the minute I sort of got to the club was, it was exactly that when, when your backs are against the wall, you know, that's when they fight the hardest. And tonight, I actually think the dogs will get them tonight. Okay. Uh, the winner, if the dogs win, then the Cowboys can't finish in the top four. And the dogs with South to play next week, that won't be easy, but they put themselves in the box seat. If Canterbury lose, it's almost impossible to see him making it because the Cowboys and the Broncos have a better for and against. And um, the Broncos... 
They have Melbourne tomorrow, so it basically will be in the Cowboys' hands uh, if you uh, look at who's favourite and, and who's expected to win. But anyway, whatever, the, whichever way you look at it, it's a massive game tonight, and we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about Blake Austin. What a disaster for the Raiders. They've been swimming along nicely, but um, uh, he has been injured. We'll give you the details after this. It is the rush hour. This week we do it for the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final at ANZ Stadium. Be part of history. Get your tickets now. Don't wait till the end. NRL.com slash tickets. More after this. Triple M, thank you, Hudu Gurus. We're live at Belmore, and we're outside the ground here, thanks to Coates Hire. As uh, a big crowd already pouring in, and they opened the gates at around 5.30. There was a huge queue outside, people uh, waiting uh, to get in for Canterbury and North Queensland on what's turned out to be a perfect uh, Sydney night. You've got Wendell Saylor, you've got Mick Ennis, you've got Dan Ganane. Mick, I'll let you choose. Do you want to be grilled now about the Sharks or at 6.40? Uh, well, let, let's save it. We'll go 6.40. We'll... we'll, we'll... We'll dive yeah. into some other issues before we get there. Remember there, was, there was a stage there where everyone was talking about if you win all your games, you go all the way through to winning the grand final. Yeah, this is the Dragons uh, Red V member t- talking here next to me. What about the club asking for home finals? Yeah, exactly. Mate, you we'll could start. finish third and Sorry, not even earn a home the final. The Raiders are doing one. the same thing. The Sorry, Raiders mate. are on, the, on mate, a run. Just, mate, mate. Oh, here so, we go. They deserve it, do they? Hang on. Hold on. They, Week three of the finals. Yeah. You're telling me that North Queensland... It's okay for them to get a home final in week three at their stadium, but Canberra have to go to Sydney. No, you telling me that's fair? No, well, I actually, I, I actually think that you're spot on. I think that it should be played down there, but yeah, as we found out, the rules are the rules, and the deals have been done, and that's just the way it is. Uh, but uh, as you said, I, I don't know how those deals got signed off on. I think it's crazy. Yeah. I think it, you know well, if it went back to 2009 when we, the Dragons, we got beaten by Parramatta. We didn't want to move our game. And then they ended up knocking us off anyway. So yeah, right. it's all started from back in 2009. When, so you, blame the Dragons, mate. <laughs> what about the, the, the Raiders fans the other day? Looked sensational oh, there, didn't so it? Oh, so good. Doing the Viking yeah, the Viking Where have they been for the last 15 years? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, are, you are a cool man. Where are your fans, by the way? Oh, mate, well, Broncos, Broncos two-thirds empty. They were there last week. The Broncos. Cogra's oh. two-thirds. They don't even play Cogra anymore. They play a game there. There's no yeah, one turns no, up. Yeah, They've no. had to rest Benji to do some promos <laughs> on game night. Oh, you don't worry, mate. You you guys will be there to keep going that way, mate. Anyway, I'm a Bronco also, mate. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's He's right. got the big B. Yeah. Yeah, in 98 here, we beat the Bulldogs, I think, in Sydney in the yeah. grand final. So I'll, just, yeah, I'll okay. give you a little tape of By that. By the way, last week, last time we did one of these outside broadcasts, we noticed Wendell was, he went up to the people that run this and complained. I now realise what he was complaining about. It was the quality of water. And we've now been provided with Icelandic glacial water because of Wendell's diva activities. Thank you, Wendell. It's very nice water. Only the best. If they want us to have the best call, we need the best water. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right, let's get serious. Blake Austin, a broken hand in training, and he's been operated on today, so it's of the more serious. It's not, not the type you can needle up. It's obviously um, uh, one that needed to be operated on. Uh, broken hands, is that normally four, six weeks? What are we looking at there? Yeah, yeah. I, just as I said, I, there was talk today of him getting the operation. What they find in that will determine the outcome. But, you know, look, arguably, and I, I, you guys know that, they're right edge with... Austin, Leilua, and yeah. Rapana have been the, oh. the form right edge of the competition. It's been lethal because those three blokes sort of play off, well, they play off the cuff a fair bit. Yeah. And look, uh, respect to uh, uh, Joey and um, Rapana, uh, Rapana, they've so- started to sort of play with a bit of, um, uh, they, they just don't just 
take their big chances now. They play with a bit of, bit of structure and a bit of composure. Yeah. And you can see, mate, those two are so hard to tackle. But also Blake Austin, you know, the way that he plays, and when he knows when to give him the ball, you know, he knows yeah. when to go. Yeah. So it depends who they bring in now. That's the big question because he's been a big part of that. The well, he's already yeah. said, Ricky, it'll be Sam Williams, yeah. who's played yeah. a Jeez. handful of games. The last game he played... I think it was when they beat the Tigers 60-6. to six. Yep. But Sam Williams, obviously, a very different player to the probing Blake Austin. The, the thing with Blake Austin, I think last year when he first got there, he, he was just a real he, a ball runner of the football, and he still is that. But I, I've noticed that it, the smarts of Blake Austin is, is his ability to be able to use up Rapana and also lay Lua and now pick his times a lot better. Uh, and I think, that, as I said before, that, that edge combination has been as good as any in the competition the whole season. Sam Williams needs, with the run that they're on at the moment, needs to come in and hit the ground running straight away to be able to continue that momentum. They don't want any anyone second guessing things in amongst what they're doing at the moment. And I think he's a handy player. I think a lot of sides, to be honest, would love to have have, have a Sam Williams as a backup. So I think it's obvious they can't be as good, Wendell, but without Blake Austin. But can they win finals with a team with Aiden Caesar, Josh Papali, yeah. Joey Leilua, Jordan mate, Rapana, and Edric Sam Lee, Williams? Mate, Jack White, you know, Jack Josh White, Hodson. Yeah, Jack White, and I've been a fan of for a long time. And, and well. the start of this year, the last first six or eight weeks, people said, look, mate, you know, Ricky knew the last couple of years that he had a special player there, but he was making mistakes at the crucial times, you know, just dropping bombs. He wasn't scoring the tries. He was getting out of the line and then spilling the ball. That, that um, night against you guys. Yeah, that, not that against Togger, us. Yeah, yeah, obviously that pass. But he's matured. Now, I reckon they can still go a fair way. Okay, I'll ask you this, yeah. Wendell. Week one, it's going to be mixed sharks against the Raiders, all but certainly. Yeah. Probably in Sydney, maybe in Canberra. Let's assume it's in Sydney. Yeah. Who do you pick, you know, with no Blake okay. Austin in a final at the footy stadium? Sharks v Raiders. Ah, uh, Raiders at the moment. I just the Even Ra- without Austin. Yep, the Raiders are just a confident outfit. Like, they, they got behind against Parramatta last week and they found a way to win by 10 or 12 points. They're a team, no matter how far behind or what they're doing, no disrespect to Sharks. I think no Sharks disrespect. Are, yeah, Sharks are still, mate, he's got no time no, for Sharks are still, Absolutely No, no, the Sharks are still a good team, but they've got to show me that they can win again. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M coming up after this. Steve Smith rested. And boy, people are blowing up as uh, we do this outside broadcast for Coats High. We're live at Belmore. Des Hasler and Peter Sterling will join us shortly. I'd still like to know what's in that 4 and 20 Triple M footy pie and what the Triple M influence is. You've got Wendell, you've got Mick Ennis, you've got Dan Ganade, but let's go straight to Steve Mascot. He's got the coach of the Bulldogs, Des Hasler. Des, aside from victory, what are you looking for from your boys tonight? Oh, probably a little bit more um, consistency with the ball, a bit better management know, with the ball. Yeah. Sam Cassiano during the week, suspension. What are your thoughts on the process and how much are you going to miss him tonight? Um, look, he's uh, been great impact for us uh, off the bench. So, uh, but uh, where it comes in, we'll do the job. We have to get the job done. Um, I said earlier in the week that I thought, you know, the, um, the, uh, uh, there was probably a bit of contesting with the charge, but um, there was no in-between that was, uh, um, we'd probably uh, go for a downgrade. Uh, but even with uh, missing the downgrade, it was a, uh, um, although going to be one, but if you missed the downgrade, it was always going to be three, so it's too risky, close to miles. Now, one from your last three here at Belmore, I'd imagine the boys particularly hate losing here, it's got to hurt a lot. Yeah, no, you would, uh, you know, it's uh, something you want to try and turn around and turn it into a 50%. See you at the end of the night. Thanks, Thanks. Understated as always, the great uh, Des Hasler.
Mate, how good is he? Honestly, mate, mate, I saw him walk into the ground. He had a backpack on, and his hair was going everywhere. And he was just—he's like a little robot, just marching through everyone. And he's mastered the art of saying nothing in a vastly yeah. entertaining <laughs> way. Well, he uses all these long words <laughs> yeah, yeah. that after ten seconds, they actually—the interview was lost. Yeah, and yes, and they can't use it. So, someone, one of the female—I don't know whether it's Lara Pitt or someone—was talking to me. Sometimes, if he drags it that long enough, we well, can't really use it because he's broken it up into so many pieces. <laughs> I can see him thinking, yes. That far ahead going, okay, yes. how, okay <laughs> how can we work this to our advantage? Definitely. Let's play a song, we'll come back, we'll uh, talk about Steve Smith being rested midway through a one-day series after the Australian cricketers hadn't played in two months, played a test series, now he gets a break. Talk about that after this and have a sports update. It is the rush hour for the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Anytime we talk league, it's for Totally Workwear and we do this outside broadcast for Coats Hire. More after this. Triple M, we're live from Belmore as we do the rush hour ahead of Thursday night footy between the Dogs and the Cowboys. We are expecting Jake Granville to be named for the visiting team, and we are here outside the ground at the western western side uh, near the main entrance, thanks to Coates High. And Mick, as we see a heap of fans pouring in, you spoke to one of them a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, talking to a couple of young girls there, um, come back from work, um, flew flew in from Hobart to get what? to the game. Wow, incredible! So That's what just because it's Belmore. Yeah, passionate fans. We spoke about Good that before, them. and you can see them flowing through the gates here. It's going to be one hell of a game. All right, let's do this. Magic Glass, your premier glass replacement specialists. Magicglass.com.au. Sports update. Right, let's get to the story that seems to have cricket fans fired up. Steve Smith is on his way home for a break midway through the one-day series with Sri Lanka. He leaves the five-match series locked at one all. They were thumped last night. His departure raised the ire of Michael Clark who tweeted Smith should have waited until the series was decided or been let go before the series began. He went hard and then he sort of walked some of that back. Uh, and commentators, I see, are having a go as well. It seems the high performance unit has come in and sort of said, OK, you've, you've played too much cricket. By the way, Australia in the yep. last few months, they just played the Sri Lankan Test Series. Yep. And they had played, a uh, in June, a triangular one-day series. But that's all they've played since February. Yeah, and some of those players have played IPL. I know that's an individual choice. Um, I think Pat Howard's a high performance. Uh, he's a high performance manager. Look, I do understand. Um, I'm a tragic, and I know a few of the boys in that. But I think we, they play way too much cricket. Um, you know, and, and I sort of lost interest a little bit over there. Not not because we're losing. I uh, know it's one all. Davy Warner got injured, and I, and I think he sort of said. It was the best thing that happened to him, so he got that bit of a break and freshened up a little bit. But but really, I don't think your captain should be coming home when it's it's one all. You just lost a series, the Test series. Well, if they and had found that okay, he's playing too much, send him home before the series starts. Yeah, I agree. It I, just makes no sense yeah, yeah. that he's suddenly reached a point where yeah. the high performance unit have gone. Oh well, that's enough. We'll yeah. send you home in the middle of a series. Yeah, you'd imagine cricket Australia with you know the facilities and as you said, the the high performance units that they've got in place that. They would have had all this data and that, you know, prior to going into this series, to sort of suggest that Steve Smith was starting to get to a point where he needed a spell. And me personally, I mean, you know, I've played. There's harder some ways sides. to earn a living. Oh, there yeah, is no, harder there's ways no to earn a living. That. Yeah, but oh. I mean, from a team point of view, you know, those, I remember those those years when I played, you know, with Darren Lockyer in Brisbane. You know, it was so noticeable when guys like that left and were out with injury yeah. or, or not there. Yeah, you know, to to be overseas in in Sri Lanka and to think that their captain's not there in a time where they kind of need him. I was going to say, this um, has been a horror tour. That's right. Yeah. Um, and, Zuck- and Maxwell, look, Maxwell can't even make a squad at the moment. Like, so they sort of said to him, like, mate, you need to go away and 
I reckon I've said it before, been more of a team man. Well, see, I, I, I think people can understand when, say, a player has, that goes on tour in October, say, to, yep. against Pakistan in the OA, comes back, plays all the test matches, you get to the end of the summer, and I think people can understand burnout and mental yep. fatigue. I get that. But when they've played a tri-series and a, a test series, and that's it over the last four months, it, it's a little hard to justify yeah, I think, yeah, for fans. But, but, I think there's more to it, personally. I think he must be carrying an injury. I was fortunate last summer with Darren Lumini, he allowed me to come into their um, inner sanctum for a day when they played at the SCG. Mm. And the staff they've got there are first class. Uh, you know, Wendell mentioned Pat Howard there. Everyone involved with them there. I find it yeah. I find it odd to say that I think he, I reckon he's carrying an injury and they're thinking of the summer coming up yeah. and I reckon yeah. they're saying we're resting him. But in, in, indeed, he's... He's coming, yeah. he's coming home. Cricket fans, yeah, the strength of cricket fans aren't happy because my, a mate of mine, Damien Mendes, he was a cricket trainer. I think he's, he's just moved on from there now. And, uh, mate, he even said he's got two daughters. He just sometimes being on the road a bit. I know it's not the hardest life, but sometimes it is burnout and sometimes they just want to send them home. So there could be something in that. Well, let's have a listen. This is what Steve said today. Obviously, South Africa, the next series, and a, and a big summer with six test matches and a few one days against New Zealand in between before we go to India. So it was sort of talked about that they try and, I guess, give me a, a little break. I guess it took them a bit of convincing to, to get me over the line. Um, I hate missing cricket, but um, I think in the long run, having a little bit of a break uh, will, will do me the world of good. Okay, so that was Steve Smith today. So the other thing on that too is maybe, maybe they have been trying to send him home early, like we said, and he's been, no, no, I need to be here, I need to be here, and now he's got to a certain point where maybe a couple of those niggles have flared up and he's going, you know what? Maybe there is a lot coming. Maybe I do need to get out of here. All right. Michael Checker has named a new-look Wallabies team for Saturday's Bledisloe Clash in Wellington. And the big story is Quade Cooper. He's been picked at fly half with Bernard Foley moved to the centres. Uh, there were a heap of changes made. Wendell, is it just me, or did, did they bring back Quade only for games in New Zealand where he hates playing? Yeah, look, I, look, I think Michael Checker's a good coach, but I just I don't know what he's doing to Quade because Quade doesn't aim up against the All Blacks anywhere but especially in New Zealand, especially after the way they played last week. It was embarrassing to watch you know, the Aussie or the Wallabies play like that at ANZ Stadium. So Quade Cooper's got his work cut out for him, um, 100%. What, what does Quade Cooper bring to what they didn't have the other night? I mean, that was an absolute whitewash. And yeah. as you mentioned, you know, he's, had, he's struggled over there. Yeah, so I, What's I, he looking for I, from I, him? I, I, I think he's just giving him an opportunity. I just think... I think he's trying to sort of break it up and just, you know, a bit of an X-factor there. But no good having an X-factor if you haven't got the ball. You're getting dominated through the ruck and, uh, you know, out wide. Okay. And uh, it appears Swans home finals at the SCG are becoming more probable than possible going by today's story in the Sydney Daily Telegraph. They've reported ANZ will relent if they get 5,000 seats allocated to their members. Apparently the financial arrangement has been made according to the Telegraph, so the chances that the Swans will play at the SCG have increased. It's the same as us playing our home final, I think, at, at Southern Cross. Let it go, mate. Can you guys get knocked out of the top four? Can you sort of... No, oh, no, okay. there it is. Yeah. <laughs> that was a sports update for Magic Glass. News update after this. And uh, we're going to grill Mick shortly. It's the Rush Hour Triple yeah. Rush Hour News Update. Hang on a tick there, Sash. When you do those, Dell, they sound very good, but you got to say, and myself, Dell. Otherwise, it sounds like you're talking about yourself in third person. That little intro, which you weren't listening to. Yeah. Sorry. When you say, we're coming up on Saturday, it's Triple MNRL with Tony, Gerds, Dell, and, and Maroon. Oh, sorry. You're like, just going to say myself, Dell. <laughs> oh, no, but I just do what I'm told. You know what I'm like, man. That's why. Well, yeah. no, that's, okay. put myself, Dell. Okay. Myself, Wendell's. Or and whatever. myself, Dell. Uh, yeah. Now, dramas for the Cowboys. <laughs> 
We'll get to that in a moment. But Sasha Tannock, over to you. Hey, this is the news with Sasha and a 29... Who did I say? <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying. Oh, the oh, third person. Oh, okay. person. Very yeah, good. So no, I missed go. Sasha the other day. She yeah. referred to... You're a bit slow on the uptake Chris... this week, Dan. Well, because... Olympics we made a very over. big boo-boo, Sasha, and I was a bit worried about that, and I wasn't listening to you 100%. Okay. She made a reference to Chris Hemsworth and a thought. Oh, plot. no, we don't have to repeat the joke. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, it was a good joke, but <laughs> yeah. I missed it. So oh, that's unlike you. You're usually on it. Okay, in the headlines today, a 29-year-old man's now been charged with murder over that stabbing attack at a Queensland backpackers. He's due to face court via video link tomorrow due to concerns for public safety. Also today, the desperate search for survivors continues after an earthquake in central Italy. The death toll has now reached 247 and is expected to rise further. And after bending the truth over in Rio, Olympic swimmer Ryan Lochte may be trying to win back some fans over in the US. With talk, he's now signed on for Dancing with the Stars over there. What does, oh no, what does that say about society, that this bloke, not only did he lie, but he left his teammates in the lurch. He basically yeah. he, he, he got out of Dodge, left his three teammates to have their passports taken. One had to pay, they had to pay $10,000 fines, put in, put in lockup. And no, this bloke's yeah. reward yeah. for doing that is yes. to go on Dancing with the Stars. He's, he's lost some good sponsors. I think uh, Speedo and a couple others, yeah, but still, then he gets rewarded. Dancing with the Stars, that's a big payday there for him. But you know what? He's not a guy that you want in the trenches mm. anyway. Uh, thank you, Sasha. Thanks, guys. And we do this uh, broadcast for Kotai. Uh, you can call Kotai 13 15 or kotai.com.au. Gentlemen, here is the news, and this is tweeted by Pete Bedell from the Courier Mail. Cowboys team bus stuck in Sydney traffic running an hour late. Will be a rush preparation tonight for the Dogs Clash. Yeah, the, the, the Belmore faithful have just gone up when they've heard that. <laughs> Made it do my head in. I hate being late for games. I've got, a, I've got this thing. I'm trying to get Gallier earlier. He always wants to come late and yeah. trying to get here. I love being here two hours before a game. It does my head in otherwise. So you think now, now, I mean, most lay people would go, okay, well, it's an inconvenience, but it's not going to affect anyone. But you think there might be players that are so stuck to a routine of course, that it might mate. just knock them about a bit. 100%. I just saw, I saw James Graham about 45 minutes to an hour ago with his head down, totally in the zone already here at Belmore, walking into the ground. Josh Jackson the same. Um, and there'll be plenty of guys on that Cowboys bus that I'd imagine would have that same intensity, especially with the occasion tonight. Okay. Mate, yeah, because when I play with guys like Gordon Tallis, that, and Gordy, he didn't care about that, but a guy like Darren Lockyer, um, a guy like uh, Kevin Walters, like, they, they need to be there. They've got their structure or whatever they want to do. But when you get a bloke like me, I don't care. I'll talk to everyone <laughs> until someone tells me to shut up. But, yeah, some guys need it, and simple as that. Ben Hornby was a guy at the Dragons. He just gets into that game zone, Current. you know, yeah. two hours before. Now, you're lucky, Mick. We're going to grill you a little because we're running late. Oh. See, that's why I do it late because the other stuff comes up and, oh, it's, and it gets shorter. 7.15. And it gets shorter. Oh, no, we've set 10 minutes aside. <laughs> so now we don't have songs after 7 o'clock, so it's going to be even longer. Can, can we do it without Wendell? Because he's just, he's just been throwing barb after barb. <laughs> no. really? yeah. hey, you know what? I want to see you guys do it. You know my daughter. No, you don't. Yes, I do. My, my, daughter, something tonight. my daughter is a shark supporter. Porter. So I've tried really hard not to sledge her the last couple of weeks because um, she always gives it to me about where the Broncos and Dragons are going. So so don't worry. I've learned that if you say, I mean, it's, it's not personal, yeah. but it's okay to say whatever you like tonight. I've learned that from Wendell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When everyone says, no disrespect, but. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's you can say whatever then. It's yeah. Over it's over. Over. yeah. All right, this is the Rush Hour. Uh, Sterling's going to join us in the next few minutes live here outside Belmore Sports Ground. Sports uh, yes, a good crowd here uh, outside the ground at Belmore. Thank you for everyone uh, for stopping and saying hello as we do this thanks to Kotai and a good crowd inside as well. Now, some leak news for Brighton's lawyers protecting your future. Parramatta has re-signed Danny Wicks until the end of 2018. What a resurrection this has been. When that deal is done, he'll be 
32 years old. Well, that's my well done to Parramatta too, and mate, sometimes you need. You know, a kick out the butt to get back on the right track, and uh, he's done his family really proud, but also well done to Parramatta because well, um, they didn't have to take a take a, uh, a punt on him. Well, hasn't it been a textbook comeback in that, okay, if you fall, fall on hard times, the Danny Wicks way, it, it's a proven way to get back basically into the, into the good books. The thing I like about Danny Wicks from, from what I've seen, not only has he had a terrific season in, in tough circumstances, but off the field he's, he's handled himself really well. He hasn't shied away from the media. He's been upfront and honest. And he's handled his interviews uh, terrifically. And I think, you know, Parramatta have, have shown everything of that and re-signed him. You notice no one ever asked him about his past now because he dealt with it. When he came back, he did all the interviews, he got it out of the way. And now whenever he does interviews, he's funny and he's talking footy. Yeah. The best interview I've seing him do was with Sterlo because Sterlo yeah. tried to go there and he said, look, Sterlo, I've done me time. But also, he didn't snitch on blokes. Like, at the end of the day, he, he did the crime, so he did the time. So well done to him and his family. Yeah. All right, that lead news for Brighton's lawyers. And while Ryan Lochte has uh, formed on his feet it would seem sledging has not paid off for US women's goalkeeper Hope Solo she called Sweden's players cowards after their recent clash in Rio Sweden ended up going on to make the final her punishment a six month suspension and contract termination no way you might think that perhaps suggest that there are other factors at play there yeah and you what, you imagine what I would have got oh mate yeah. <laughs> you would be playing mate <laughs> I gave you a couple one night Dell down at Wynn Stadium and I can't, uh, I can't yeah, remember. You know, I can't remember. Uh, Were you on the bench? Yeah, yeah. Were you even playing that night? <laughs> <laughs> I could. I was trying to yell out, you're out in the wing. <laughs> Who's waving? I was saying, mate, come into the action. <laughs> As we do, that sports update for Magic Glass. <laughs> Who's your proudest get? Nathan Hindmarsh was the, the most sort of public get. Yes. Who's the best get? You've had yeah, oh, that you thought, wow! I didn't even think I he could get, break he gets through that. Everybody, mate, probably that. Yeah, probably that. Yeah, mate. I, yeah. No one cares about my career. If I, I just walk past any job site, and that's all they want to know, I've got <laughs> seven or eight tradies hanging over with their hard hats. What did you say to Hindy? That's all they want to know. You've said that publicly, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, it's great. I want to know I what it. you said that night at Penrith when when um when Petro Petro Big Buller doesn't go rushing for anyone and you and Buller play together the Broncos. I don't know what you where you push some young bloke or something, but Big Buller comes straight in for you at Penrith there. No, night. mate, I, I tackled Gavin Cooper and That's he went what... over in, into the fence. Yeah, but you nudged him when you yeah, didn't have to. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Mate, he's got probably another 10, 20 kilos on me. <laughs> and, and Big Buller just comes in. Oh, like... oh mate, I nearly ran out of the stadium. <laughs> all right, let's do this. <laughs> Triple M's footy tipping for steel blue work boots. 100% comfort guaranteed. Nice and quickly, boys. Dell, Canterbury, North Queensland. North Queensland. Melbourne, Brisbane tomorrow. Uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Okay. Manly, Canberra, Brookie on Saturday. Canberra. Canberra. Okay. Gold Coast, Penrith. This is a big one. Penrith. At Bus. Penrith. Gold Coast. Okay. That Gold Coast lose. That opens the door for the Warriors and the Tigers. Cronulla, Roosters, Dell. Cronulla. <laughs> you didn't want to oh. say that. No, uh, uh, Roosters are playing well, but I'll, I'll go to the Sharks as well. Warriors, Tigers. Mount Smart. Uh, Warriors. 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 Okay. Newcastle, South. South. Oh. Newcastle are disgusting at the moment. Oh, yeah, no, South. But it's Old Boys Day, Newcastle. No, they are. They go good on Old Boys Day, Newcastle. No. No. <laughs> no, no, Nathan Ross this week too makes yeah. it harder. Yeah. Parramatta Dragons, the last ever oh, Monday the Dragons. game. The and Dragons are the last fire. game at Pertec for three years. Yeah. Parramatta. Absolute <laughs> morals. And that Please. is <laughs> tipping the Steel Blue Work Boots. We're going to take a song. And Sturlo is going to join us on stage as we get you ready for Thursday Night Footy. Cowboys, Bulldogs, live at Belmore. And we're outside the ground thanks to Coach Hire. More after this. Oh, uh, yes, Triple M, this is the rush hour. Thanks to uh, 
at the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. And once again, thanks to Coates Hire for putting us up here at Belmore Oval. If you need gear in a hurry, call Coates Hire 13 15 52 or go to their website, coateshire.com.au. we got Wendell Saylor, Mick Ennis, myself, Dan Ganane, and in between us all rugged up and ready to go uh, working for Channel 9 tonight is Peter Sterling. Hello, Sterlo. Hello, Dan. Workaholic, obviously. <laughs> you or me? You. Both of us, mate. Both. Both. Uh, how good is it to be back here at Belmore? It's look, it's it's crazy because I I reckon I've been here twice in twenty five years, and when I came the back streets from Parramatta Road through Strathfield, which I did as a player, it just all came back to me. It was a really nostalgic trip out here, and um, yeah, quite nice. It's uh, it was my home ground there here for many years. I didn't particularly like coming here. But um, it was certainly a, a great ground for atmosphere. We'll have that again tonight, obviously. That's right. It must have been weird to have... This is all when Cumberland was uh, closed down eventually. Yeah. I mean, uh, as you were accused by Andrew Denton last night, burning it down. I, th- I think you were complicit in that. And then there was a three-year gap where Parramatta Stadium was built. So it must have been weird to, to come to Canterbury's home ground as your home. Well, they didn't want us here, and we didn't want to be here. So it was a very kind of uneasy truce between the two, especially getting changed in the in the home sheds here was a kind of a different experience. But um, yeah, you know, different times, a long time ago now, and that's why coming back here is is so nice. Stella, you've been in the game a long time. Um, you've seen some good halfbacks, but the decision to let Jonathan Thurston go all those years <laughs> ago, uh, mate, you know, it's tough because I think Brent Sherwin and uh, Brayton Astor are here, so you can understand. No one knew Jonathan Thurston was going to be that good, but. Uh, Geez, what a what a one what a person to let go through the net. Yeah, I think the recruitment officer at that time went into a, a different vocation not long after. <laughs> after that. I, look, I, I yeah. couldn't disagree with the the Canterbury legend yeah. Steve Mortimer, who this week said that he thinks that he probably cost the club maybe two premierships yeah. in his time, and now it's hard to argue with that with the influence he has on a game and a club and the players around him. But remember, at the time, Brent Sherwin was an absolute he was star. Good yeah. mate, yeah, Absolutely, I can understand yeah. them signing him for five years, and then yeah. once they signed him for five. Yeah. Then it, it stopped. <laughs> and when you watch JT run around in the lower grades here, you, you could see promise, but I don't think you really saw, yeah. you know, what he was going yeah. to go on to. You know, but, uh, driving here today and, and, and still playing in this competition, the importance on tonight's game for both sides is enormous. It's huge. How did the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs turn around that thirty-eight nil defeat only weeks ago without Cassiano? Well, it's going to be difficult because I, you know, he takes away. A lot of the variety that they have, and they don't have that much of it, I don't think. Um, I, that, I think it might be a little bit greasy out there, so their kicking game has got to be better than it normally is, and I think that's where North Queensland have the big advantage. They, I think they finish their sets a lot better than the yeah. Bulldogs do, so they have to address that area. And, they, and you know, Desi's all about completion rates, isn't he? So yeah. they, they need to be smart with the football when they get it, keep the pressure on, um, and forget about what happened five yeah. weeks ago, six weeks ago. Do you think the Tigers exposed... Um not so much JT, but a bit of the uh, Cowboys game plan there, you know, that they, they rushed him. But usually Thurston's got time, so he puts a little chip in. But, you know, is it different without Granville there? Do you reckon that's bringing him back to the field a little bit too? Oh, they, they definitely miss Jake Granville, no mm. doubt about that. There's a bit of a whisper he might be back tonight. I think he is, yeah. Yeah, so he, he has travelled, so that's a sign that he will be there. And that gives him another dimension yep. out of dummy half, doesn't it? But, you know, with JT... You know, it worked for the Tigers that afternoon. Yep. And, yeah. you know, he's smart. He'll stand <laughs> worked for the Roosters too, too, I think. Well, they, well, they, they kind of stretched the defence with Mitchell Pearce's long passing game. But Thurston will stand a little bit deeper maybe tonight. He'll kick a little bit earlier just to keep that defence back. He'll have worked it out. If you think that you're going to have the similar success to what the Tigers did three or four weeks ago, 
I think you might be surprised that um, they'll have worked out, you know, what they need to do to combat that. Sounds like uh, Cowboys for you. Yeah, I think they'll win tonight, and um, I think they'll finish in the top four. All right, beautiful. Thank you. Good luck with your commentary for Channel 9. We'll be back right after this. It is uh, Triple M. This is the Rush Hour NRL Primetime coming up shortly. We do this outside broadcast for Coats Hire. If you need gear in a hurry, call Coats Hire 131552 or coatshire.com.au. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now.